I'm your dungeon master, Cliff B, and we're rolling dice and heading out into the wide world of Castia. I'm joined by Ben, Hazir Mendra, Chris, Magus Magron, and Dave, Serial, as we explore the taverns, travel, and test that their characters encounter. This episode, the gang is looking to put together a posse to head out into the forest to try and find Ganjan and the other Bovatars. Let's check it out. Welcome back to Cassia, everybody. I'm your Dungeon Master, Cliff B. Uh, last time on Taverns, Travel, and Test, Serial, Mag, and Hajir had just come out of Ganjin's little drug cave and were faced with two Bovatars. Uh, they quickly uh, dispatched, and while they saw the gruesome visage of that, Serial saw a candy and a chibi cartoon cowman get smashed after stopping Serial from trying to eat the guts that she saw as candy. They began discussing uh, what to do, trying to figure out whether or not they should directly go after Ganjin to see where he was, if he was being held by these Bovatar, or go back to town to gather a posse. After much deliberation, both on the walk and at the uh, Druid Circle, the party decided to head back into town. Uh, we are back in play, and you can choose to go wherever you'd like to acquire your posse. All right. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, gosh. Okay, so do... I wonder if we should seek out like uh, like fighters or like hired hands or something like that for this task, or if we should just go into town and just see if anyone who might be friends with Ganjin and know Ganjin might want to join us. Uh, you know, I I get the impression that Ganjin is a, a bit of a, a loner. Yeah, me too. Well, do, do either of you know any any little bit about this town? Because I've I've only been here for a few days and. Honestly, I haven't, uh, I haven't left the mountain ever. Where does one usually go to acquire higher hands? Yeah, I'm, th I'm, I'm thinking about what I know about the town, and by that I mean I'm looking at the map. <laughs> <laughs> it really couldn't hurt to ask Ganjin, I suppose. To ask Ganjin? Couldn't hurt. Well, Ganjin's missing. Ganjin's the one that's missing. We can't ask Ganjin where oh, that's right. to go to look for Ganjin. Hashir, <laughs> <laughs> right. did you take any of those mushrooms? <laughs> No, but I, I sure did take a lot of those mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, there's there's a guard tower. There's guards, obviously, in town. There's, like, uh, maybe uh, possibly some of them would be interested in helping recover a lost uh, townsperson, right? That seems reasonable to me. Yeah. Um, sure seems like a town concern to me. Kind of surprised they haven't formed a posse. Or do they not know? I think we're the first people to really notice Ganjin hasn't turned up. So the last time that we yeah. that we were together, we went out to the, the stables and he wasn't there. There yeah. was a halfling fella. I think if we're the first people to know, I think that gives us posse rights. That's true. Yeah. I think we get we get dibs on forming a posse. We have the power of the posse. Well, uh, where shall where, where shall we look? The festival's still being set up at this point, correct? Uh, yeah, people are still. Uh, out and about getting uh, things set up for the festival. Well, yeah, let's start with the guard. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, it feels like a good idea. Hit up the guard tower and see if uh, maybe the uh, the rightful authorities are interested in trying to find Ganjin. Yeah, they better be. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of seems like their biggest job is to look out for the town. <laughs> Plus, if I, if I understand it correctly, Ganjin might be this whole town's herb hookup. <laughs> <laughs> All the more reason to find him. So let's, let's talk to the guard. 
All right, uh, so you're heading over to the guard tower. As you're uh, heading over there, you see there are a, a number of people in regalia. It's like a green and blue tunic with these brown pants. They all look to be pretty much older townsfolk, except for uh, the person who is seems to be uh, starting to give out orders, commanding them. Uh, that's a much younger looking human man. He's got this long brown beard, very curly, sort of shaggy mid-length brown hair. You can tell he's got a uh, like a, a breastplate on underneath of this uh, tunic, and you can hear him saying to them, all right, men, you need to stand strong. We're going to be having a lot of people visiting. Uh, you're going to need to be on your guard, making sure that you're keeping vigilant for anyone acting suspicious, anyone who might be trying to pickpocket. We want to make sure that all of these guests coming to this town have a good, safe time. I know you're not used to dealing with a whole lot around here, but you need to pick up the expectations. You know where I am. If you have any questions, you've already been given your assignments. Go ahead. Take some time, meet up in your teams, and talk about how you want to go about your shifts and your and your route paths. And then he turns and uh, sees the three of you walking up. Oh, uh, hello, folks. Uh, how are you? Oh, uh, hello. We're great. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Sariel. Uh, this is Hajir, and this is Magus. Who, who are you? Oh, you're the you're the three who helped uh, Sarek and Micah get their girls back, correct? The very same. The heroes of the festival, you might say. We are we are they. Oh, he sticks a uh, hand out to, to you to shake it. My name's Jake Stormarm. Uh, how how are you all today? Uh, oh, well, wonderful. It's nice to meet you, Jake. Uh, likewise. I am the captain of the guard here, and uh, if I'm able to, if any there's anything you need, I'm more than happy to uh, help out. Well, it's funny you should ask that. Um, we... See, do you happen to know anything about the uh, the stable owner, fellow by the name of Ganjin? He just kind of shakes his head and says, Ah, uh, Ganjin. He's been kind of a, a headache since he uh, moved in, but does a good job at the stables, I suppose. Well, he, um, he seems to have gone missing and uh, possibly psychotic. <laughs> um, and uh, we were just wondering what one might do to uh, possibly form a posse in this town, you know, in the event that uh, a psychotic druid hippie maybe, say, goes crazy after eating a bunch of mushrooms <laughs> and uh, decides he wants to destroy the festival in an act of uh, vegetarian terrorism. Totally hypothetically, not that this is a real thing, but just, you know, throwing things out. We're just, new here. Just roll with us. Just curious. Well, uh, those are very specific and bold hypotheticals. Uh, if I might ask another one myself, uh, hypothetically, how would you know he was planning this and not just left town and didn't tell anyone? Hypothetically, we possibly may have discovered a journal that he... Not, hy not that we did. But if we had, we might have. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's something that anyone could just stumble across, really. It's an incredibly lightly scenario that hypothetically happened to us. <laughs> Possibly. But just say for the sake of argument that that did happen in reality and not hypothetically. <laughs> I'm 
I may be a little lost in what's hypothetical and what's re reality, but... So is Ganjin. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's like in his mind? Um, well, uh... I don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna comp, I don't wanna ponder that, um... Serial, uh, what is it like in his mind? <laughs> um... Well, you're, you're in the right place for that one, would, uh... You know, come to the guard, and usually it would fall to the guard to uh, find them. However, I'll be honest, uh, most of the younger uh, men who used to be in the guard have moved on to more prosperous cities. These are not the finest the city of Brisket has ever produced. We've sent some petitions to have some of the natives uh, be allowed to come back for you know the duration of the festival but uh, we haven't heard any uh, replies from the cities that they've gone off to. I would be able to join you, but I'm concerned about my uh, my staff, as it were. Nice. Can I attempt to persuade him that whatever has happened of Ga uh, to Ganjin is of, like, utmost importance to the town? Uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, give me that persuasion check. All right, here we... <laughs> That's a nine. Not so good. Hey, hey it's it's an increase from uh, your average, so... It sure is. <laughs> uh, is that including bonus, or is that just... Uh... Oh, yeah, no, that was a four, uh, plus my... Uh... <laughs> Plus my five bonus. I think right now uh, he's willing to entertain the notion, but I think you might actually have to do something like showing him the journal for him to really be on board with it right now. He still, he, he obviously cares about protecting the town, but he does not see Ganjin as a real threat. Can I, can I break off a piece of a mushroom and ask him to feed it to one of his guards to demonstrate that like there's a, uh, this is a terrible plan. I take it back. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, wh what did you say your name was again? Uh, Stormarm? Strongarm? Yes, my name is uh, Jake's Captain Jake Stormarm. Well, uh, Captain Jake, do you uh, you remember the 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 Bovatar, the uh, the cow creatures that uh, stole uh, Sarek and Michael's grates? Um, we have cause to believe with uh, Pajir. Do you happen to have that journal? Still? Oh, why, uh, yes. Um, here, we should probably just show him. Um, you know, we have to tell you, it, uh, it, it wasn't actually a hypothetical. It was actually true. There, there may actually be a real vegetarian terrorist uh, plot uprising thing involving mushrooms in Bovatar. And uh, we have cause to believe that the... Uh, Bovatar may be his uh, psychotropic uh, mushroom-battled uh, vegan soldiers? <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> sure. Does any of that make sense to you? Uh, you see him starting to leaf through this journal, and this is... He shuts it. This is, in, this is intense. Um, Just a little. Okay. Um, as I said, the the guard in town is not not the strongest, not the swiftest, not who I would have chosen. But they are what they are. But as I said, I, I I'm strong enough and capable enough that I I will join you in this uh, posse. Excellent, yeah. wonderful. Uh, do you happen to know if anyone else in town we might be we might also be able to posse ties in order to give us the best fighting chance? To, to deputize a posse, if you will. Well, uh, the first thing about creating a posse is knowing what your uh, current 
the posse's strengths and weaknesses are. I'm not terribly familiar with the three of you as far as you know, what you are uh, adept at and what you bring to the table, as it were. Uh, I'm, I'm strong, uh, and I can take a hit. Uh, I can take a hit and deal one back out. Well, that, uh, that's uh, honestly, I think at this point we're just uh, we're just looking for bodies to see if we can protect the city. Right. It's, uh, so it sounds like we've got some strength, we've got some magic, we've got some uh, uh, stealth. So I don't know what else exactly we need in a party. Balloons, morale, cake. Uh, yeah. Right. Party hat. I know where we can find the last four. He kind of waves to you, says, uh, follow me. We're going to, uh, take a, uh, short trip. All right. And you see him, uh, basically walking through between the buildings across the street from the square and heading over to the, uh, church. Uh, you see he goes over, uh, talks with this one, uh, short halfling cleric. They come over. He's like, friends, this is, uh, cleric Goodchild of the Baylor Church. Hello, friends. Uh, how are you? Oh, wonderful. How are you? Uh, not not too bad. Just have been uh, overseeing the setup, but uh, the captain says that there is a uh, potentially dire situation and that we need uh, some uh, assistance. Uh, I'm not not terribly strong, but I'm a fairly good healer. Uh, if you'll if you'll have that for this, I'm sure we could probably use that. Azir, uh, Sariel, does that sound good to you? Sure does. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that would be great. Yes, uh, I will. I will do my best to uh, assist as I can for you. Uh, I'm not entirely sure who else would uh, sign up for this uh, for this excursion. To be honest with you, we don't really have, I think, any idea what we might be facing. It, it, this might be as simple as just uh, tracking down a crazy person, or it might be as complicated as fighting uh, an entire army of human-armed, human-legged cow people with fork spears. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we should potentially look at doing some reconnaissance. We should figure out uh, where Ganjin has gone and look at trying to figure out uh, what's caused him to go there. Yeah, it's a good idea. Some scouts. Someone to go out and uh, sort of survey the situation, right? Yeah. Uh, do you have any potential ideas on uh, spaces we could look at? Well, I think, uh, as I recall, we were we were going to go back and, and try and take a look at the uh, the camp that we had cleared before, where we found the grills. Does that still sound uh, like a good idea to you guys? Yeah, I feel like we. Yeah, I feel like that's the the major point of interest out there. Yeah, we been back since. So there was also that castle, but I, I don't know if the human arm, human leg cow people would have set up there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They do have human arms and human hands, probably, so they could probably open doors. So they might have. Yeah, but there's not a lot of grass in there to graze, I would think. True. You can't really... Yeah, there's no grass inside a castle. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe we should make the the area where the, we found the pits our first point of interest, and if we don't turn up anything... Maybe, maybe then we look at the castle as a next step, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. Yes, that sounds like an excellent plan. I and uh, Cleric Goodchild should uh, definitely help make this uh, a successful scouting mission with the uh, three of you. Cleric Goodchild is like, he pipes up. He's like, I- I'm, I'm real excited to, uh, to get to help the, uh, the three of you, the uh, 
the heroes of the festival. That's true. That's us. We are the heroes of the festival. Trademark. Oh, well, I, I don't know if I'd use hero, but you're more than welcome to, certainly. I would. Uh, but yeah, after that, just uh, seems that there really isn't a whole lot of interest, even at the encouragement of uh, Captain Stormarm and Cleric Goodchild, uh, for others to join you. So you're able to start making your way uh, back up to that initial campsite and it's uh just taking that first uh glance around in there uh there doesn't seem to be a whole lot that's changed uh but go ahead and give me uh perception or investigate checks okay right natural one damn it the seven (laughs) (laughs) why is the pattern always like terrible rolls at the beginning of the session and then great rolls at the end God, that's horrible. Four. <laughs> get these out of the way before we get into yeah, combat. Seriously. <laughs> uh, you see uh, the good child and a storm arm go kind of in different directions. They're examining the tents. This is really their first spot to really get in and look around uh, up here uh, at what was left behind. You're, you're searching around, and just because the uh, forest is kind of unkempt, uh, you're digging through the weeds and end up uh, circling back around to the entrance to the uh, campsite. Uh, looking around, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot that has changed from uh, when you were here before. But as you're uh, searching around through uh, the camp, uh, you hear... You do hear uh, coming up back through the entryway uh, some the sound of uh, something clanging and banging together on the uh, as if metal smashing against metal. And turning to look, you can see a one of the Bovatar seeming to be already injured uh, walking back into camp. Uh, he's got ma- a makeshift uh, splint on his leg, and he's using his uh, sword and his uh, fork almost as a, cr- a set of crutches oh no and he looks up sees the five of you and he kind of whips around and tries to make tracks away and he actually ends up tripping over his own injured feet and starts rolling down the short hill that leads out of the campsite that's embarrassing awesome okay so he's fallen down at this point yes oh man what a fool only a fool would fall down like that (laughs) at this campsite what a, what a complete fool. He must be so ashamed. Looks like such a fool. What? How embarrassing. God. Remind me, do Bovatars speak common or understand common? Or do we not know that yet? I don't, I don't think we know. Yeah, we didn't try. We just came in swinging. I, I think you know that they understand enough common because the leader, when you fought him before, was able to shout out like broken common commands. Oh, yeah. Uh, But outside of that, you don't know if they speak it or just understand it. Move! (laughs) (laughs) Go! (laughs) Um, Lady and gentlemen, I think that we uh, have an opportunity here to get some information out of this fellow. I mean, as coherent information as you can get out of a cow person, I think it's worth a try. Oh, we just need two words. Where? Base. Where base true, that's worth a try. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't really have much else to go off of right now, so let us try. All right, get on him, intimidate him, rattle him around a bit. Uh, Captain, if you wouldn't mind following me down the hill. 
Uh, yes, absolutely. And he goes uh, along with you. I'm, I'm going to uh, kind of squat down next to the... I assume the Bobatar is still kind of like prone on the ground. Uh, yeah, you see he's trying to like uh, back up away from you and he's like on his ass, like scrambling backwards as best he can. I'm going to squat down and kind of hold up my hands to show I don't have... I don't have a weapon drawn or anything. And I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll say, I won't hurt you. I just want to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Can you, can you hold your arm up like this? If you understand me. Hey everybody, just popping in, seeing how you're doing during the episode, hoping you're liking it so far. Anyway, it's time for ads. Today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo and shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative force for good, and that's why we're teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10% off or 15% off for military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to podgo.co slash kind. That's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash kind. Kind Bar, creating a kinder and healthier world. One act, one snack at a time. Also, have you checked out what we have over at the Taverns Travel and Test Patreon page? For just $1, you can listen to the ad-free version every week when the episode release, as well as keeping up on the, the upcoming news and events of the podcast. For $5, you get those episodes a whole week early, also ad-free. On top of that, you also get the monthly Random Encounter Table content, which could be homebrew for D&D or other systems, previews of what I've been doing on my own RPG system, work-in-progress pieces for my musical projects 2D6 and the comic Sads, and more. For 15 you can make a direct impact on the world by being able to suggest items, NPCs, and even monsters that the gang will have to face. In addition, on the Triple T Discord, tinyurl.com slash triple T Discord, you can join in on a monthly call with me and potentially other Triple T and Project Derailed personalities. Plus, you'll get a special shout-out during the mid-roll of the episodes. So you could be hearing your name right now, as opposed to not hearing me say it. Wow. So head on over to patreon.com slash triple T D&D to sign up. We'll still keep making the content for you, but the more folks who sign up, the more time I can devote to crafting even better content for you all to enjoy, which I would absolutely love to do. Every bit helps. Well, let's get back to the episode. That's what you're all here for, right? Have a great one. He mimics the way you're holding your arm up. Ooh, nice. He's very tentative about it, but he does it. We are looking for a, uh, I may not understand the word acquaintance, a friend of ours. Uh, he looks like him, and I gesture towards uh, Captain uh, Stormarm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? He looks very confused at the, at the trying to say... That uh, someone who is as nice and clean cut and more, more washed than Ganjin is. <laughs> can I can I do a performance of like uh, try to like illustrate like lighting up a J and smoking it? <laughs> yeah, go for it. All right, come on, baby. Yes, that's a sixteen. You see the Govatar look, and he's like, 
<laughs> and nods his head up and down. Yes. <laughs> uh, can you can you show us where he is? We'd very much like to uh, bring him back to our town. You see, he kind of points past you and up at the at an angle to uh, imply that he's pointing over at the castle. Oh. Well, it was the castle after all, huh? Do you know about other people like you who have eaten weird mushrooms <laughs> and and gone, and I, I spin my finger in a circle next to the side of my head? <laughs> other Bovatars, others like you who have eaten strange mushrooms and acted strangely afterwards? Hey, Sariel, oh. do you think that these things think, know that they're delicious? Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> you mean like I'm, these Bovatar people? Like, do yeah. we know that they are delicious to us? Well, do they yeah. know? Do they know? Do you think they know that they taste good? I don't know. It's kind of actually messed up that we're thinking about it right now, because he's, like, definitely alive and displaying sentience, so it's kind of like... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, yeah. if you think about it, so does everything else that we eat. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things, anyway. Yeah. It's a little bit messed up, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think they know how delicious they are. Hmm. You think maybe if they knew that they were delicious, they might, uh, they might forgive us a little bit? You know what? Probably. I would tend to think if I was really, really delicious and I knew I was, that I couldn't be that mad at anybody yeah. that ate me. Yeah, I, that, that was kind of my thought. Right, yeah. It's like, it's an ethical dilemma, but not really, because they're delicious. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to like, uh, can, I, can I like just demonstrate the mushroom that I have to the Bovatar and just kind of wave it around and point at it like this thing. Do you know anything about this thing? Uh, you, when you pull the mushroom out and show it to him, he's <laughs> and he's just like kind of like backing off and oh, backing up away from you. All right, I'm going to put that away now. I think it might be safe to assume that uh, our our new friend here isn't affiliated with the uh, with the other with the uh, what, do, what do we call it? H uh, hopped up vegan death army. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Gonna, I'm going to make asking, a note of that. I'm asking you, Meg. Huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, the the hopped up uh, vegan. What's that? Um, <laughs> hopped up vegan death army. Yeah, it did. writing oh. that down. Hmm. Okay, so we've established a few things. The Bovatar knows what this mushroom is. The Bovatar knows who Ganjin is. Ganjin is probably in that castle area, and whatever Ganjin is up to probably also has to do with that location. So I kind of think we've got a lot of useful information out of this poor Bovatar. Yeah, and I, I, he doesn't seem to like these mushrooms very much either, so I don't think he's with the... Uh, I don't think he's involved with the uh, people we're looking for. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, there must be some some d d division amongst the Bovatars, I'll say that. Well, then we should be okay. I, I, yeah, I, shall, we, uh, shall we explore the castle? I think it would be a bit unfair to just leave the poor fellow like this after he helped us out. Uh, what do we have on us? Can we heal the guy up? I don't know. Should we? Is we, have the, we have the cleric with us. Uh, yes, yes, friends. Oh. I could, uh, I, I could, I could heal him if you uh, think it's a good idea. Well, uh, we... I, I don't see why we shouldn't. I'm gonna. Uh, we did murder a bunch of his. We don't know if they're his friends. I'm gonna stand up and offer him my hand. 
he looks up at you, then kind of like down at his leg, and then back up at you. Uh, he can't move. <laughs> I think we should probably heal him first. You know, just to demonstrate goodwill, and if he tries to attack us, then we murder him and eat him right here. How's that sound? That sounds delicious. Sure does. <laughs> that's, that's a gesture of goodwill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but seriously, if he tries to attack us, we're going to have to do something about it. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, cut, I'll cut his fucking head off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're, we're just kidding. Honest. We're just kidding, buddy. Uh, just... If we have. <laughs> so the cleric comes over and is feeling along the leg, and it's like, oh, he's, he has definitely broken a bone here. And he looks over and he says, now, th- this, is, this is going to hurt, friend. But And you see him just kind of like push down real quick and set the bone. Yeah. And you just hear this. I pet him on his little little cow head. <laughs> and, uh, then you see the cleric starts uh, weaving his hands through the air and kind of, like looking up and uh, starting to you know, just say like a few words in a distantly used tongue. Places his hands down on the Bovatar's leg and you can see a uh, faint yellow glow come from them. And the Bovatar's like, feel better? I think he likes it. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> Who? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I offer to help the Bovatar up. I, like, try to assist him in standing up. Yeah, he uh, takes your hand, takes the hand that uh, Azir had held out before to not be brewed, and stands up, kind of dusts himself off, and uh, he just kind of, like, looking like, oh, I guess I'll go now, kind of giving one of those, like, looks. Can I, can I uh, do an animal handling check to scritch him on the chin and make him my friend? Oh, my God. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, it's not so good. That's a four. <laughs> That's not great. As you're coming in to uh, give that scritch, he kind of, like, grabs your hand and, like, gently lowers it down. And, and he just kind of, like, shakes his head. And then he uh, starts petting you on the nose. I love it. I'm taking it. <laughs> And uh, you see he goes and picks up his uh, weaponry and kind of, like, starts to walk away. We'll never forget you, Bovatar. Wait, we should name this one. What do we want to name this one? Oh, God. Um, Chungus. (laughs) Chungus? Meathew. Meathew? Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. It's not a real name, but I I do like it. It, It's definitely, you know what? It sounds rather familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, great it's not a real name but it's pretty good yeah. well, all, all names are made up so i mean yeah that's true <laughs> meet you beautiful <laughs> all right so you've collected that information from meet you and in exchange you have uh helped him to uh get healed up and ready to uh i don't know fucking go live a life away from all of this uh beef craze to town <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be anywhere near this place <laughs> <laughs> Would, would you? I mean, if yes. I was a Bovatar, certainly not. Right. But yeah. A place I, where people expressly, expressly eat you is not a good home. But I happen to enjoy uh, I happen to enjoy this meat. Mm. Yes. As a non-Bovatar, I agree. <laughs> yes, I, I would agree as well. I am very much pro-meat, but that one I would consider saving for last if there was a necessity to <laughs> eat something. <laughs> The last Bovatar. <laughs> well, friends, should we uh, begin exploring to see if we can find entry into this castle? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a Yeah, sure, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know, I don't care, I guess we can do that. It's not like I'm on a quest or anything. <sighs> 
Well, uh, you begin exploring the outer rim of the uh, castle. It looks like the area you're walking around in would have been the place where there once was a moat. Uh, looks like the water eroded away the spot around the moat from where the water ended up draining from and creating the little dips and valleys where the campsite is currently at. But it's about like a 20 feet drop down before the uh, actual castle, the ground of the castle starts. But searching around here, it seems that there must be some sort of uh, entry point at some, uh, somewhere for uh, a Bovatar to be coming through this way if he were trying to get into the castle. Mm. Um, should we do some investigation to look around and see if we can find like a, like a, like a better entrance or a possible entrance? That sounds great to me. All right, I'm rolling. That is great. That's a nat 20. Yeah, so you are searching around, uh, looking through all the different uh, places uh, and exploring around uh, this castle. It looks like there's about it's like 100 yards square. So this uh, this castle is fairly large as you're going around it. And you've made a circle around the entire bottom of the castle in this in this uh, long emptied uh, moat basin and as you're coming back around to where you entered uh, the basin from uh, you see that there's kind of an oddly placed bush just on the other side of the uh, the ridge that the entrance was at and you find that this seems to be a false bush as you're able to kind of move it and uh, it is hiding a trap door that leads uh -huh. down and under the uh, moat a false bush I declare. Hmm. Um, all right. Uh, so uh, naturally, I open the trap door. Yep. Uh, this trap door, like I said, it leads down under the uh, moat. Uh, it looks like the hallway is big enough for uh, one Bovatar or about uh, two individuals walking uh, shoulder to shoulder to get through. Uh, but it leads down and it looks like it's heading directly underneath the castle. Hmm. Hey, guys, I think I might have just found the way in. <laughs> well... Indeed. Well, let's go. If this leads where we suppose it leads, where I suppose it leads, we'll have to be very, very careful. Right. Wait, where do you think it leads? What are, what are, what are we going to think is in there? It seems to lead under the castle. If that's where the camp is and we come up right underneath it, we'll have to be very, very careful. That's true. It could pop up right in the middle of an encampment. Yes. Yeah. That would be bad. <laughs> Be best to be quiet then, I suppose. Right. At onward! <laughs> and here we go <laughs> yes i clomp 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 my way into the tunnel uh, yeah the tunnel uh it goes for not terribly far about 75 yards and at the end of that tunnel from above there is a light shining down into the cavern floor though the cavern tunnel floor and there is a ladder that is leading up. Mm. Boy, um, okay. I kind of want to like peek into what's at the top of that ladder, or, like the opening at the top of that ladder, without going all the way in. Uh, when when you look up above, uh, you see uh, what looks like a, a wooden roof of some kind. Like it's got open space around it. Uh, it looks like it's about twenty-five feet up the ladder leads. Okay. Um, can I climb to the top of the ladder and use my thieves tools and my mirror on a metal handle to look around and see what's in the room? Uh, yeah, you're able to absolutely do that. Okay. 
Uh, when you get up to the top of the ladder, you realize this isn't a room. It's still outdoors. But uh, as you're kind of looking around and once you get to the top, you realize this is a, this is a well, or at least it was at some point. And you are in a, uh, a courtyard of the uh, of the castle and wandering around in that courtyard, seemingly half uh, taking up a guard detail, half grazing are about six Bovatar. Wait, so... Uh... I'm still at the top of the ladder, right? We haven't emerged, or we're just like yeah. You haven't emerged. Yeah, you're still like kind of peeking over with your mirror, looking around. All right, I'm gonna climb back down the ladder, and I'm gonna tell the rest of the party what I just saw. Six, you say? Six of them, just kind of chilling out, wandering around. I guess we're at the bottom of a well. Um, I have a feeling as soon as we go up that ladder, we're probably in for a fight. I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing that's what's gonna happen. Did you happen to see any way around, or did you see any trace of... I don't think I did. Ganjin? I did. Well, as far as I know, I didn't see Ganjin, and I didn't see anything except for a wide-open courtyard. But also, uh, actually, come to think of it, did I see, like, were they all clustered in one location? Like, could we... No, they were, they, were, they were spread out, and there were various, like, shrubberies, trees, and such that were in that courtyard. It's not a guarantee that you would have a fight, but if one of them did end up catching you, it's likely that they, uh, they would attack these uh, strangers in their home. Yeah, I kind of think we're in for a fight. I don't know, guys, but I sort of feel like the minute we get up there, someone's going to see us, and when that happens, we're in the middle of a fight. So I would suggest you ready yourselves, because I think that's what's going to happen. Hmm. All right. Well, um, are we agreed? Are we going to go up here? I don't see that we have any other choice. I suppose we should. Five five of us trained uh, spellcasters, fighters, mm-hmm. versus, uh, versus six. Human-armed, human-legged cow people. I could see my way to being okay with those odds. Yeah, me too, especially considering how you guys completely obliterated the last two. <laughs> Full of delicious candy. That that was fine. Let's uh... <laughs> <laughs> But I agree, yes. Let let us uh let us All right. try. Well, uh, seeing no objection, I'm going up that ladder. I'm popping out. I'm gonna try to be as you know what, can I stealth it? Should we stealth it? Should we just try? You can absolutely go ahead and try to uh, stealth it. Go ahead. And uh, give me some stealth checks. What are we stealthing towards, or what are we (laughs) hoping to achieve by stealthing? Just to get up there, I assume, and not be noticed immediately. Hmm. Yeah, I think the first, there's a fairly decent sized uh, shrubbery that would allow you to really kind of like stop and like take a look at your uh, surroundings to see what's uh, going on with more than just a uh, a mirror on on some tools. I can tell you I blew it already. I rolled a six. My sneaky, sneaky check is a 11. That's pretty good. And mine is... That's not awful. That is 10. So they had passive perception of 12. Uh, wah, 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 wah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So they uh once you're up and trying to climb over this uh over this threshold of the uh of the well stones uh they start taking notice yep. drawn and over to the first yes. one that's close and starts going rrr, rrr, rrr. Um, and he he seems like he's 
he's hearing something, but he doesn't immediately register exactly where it's coming from. So there weren't any nat ones. So okay, it seems that they've they're alerted that something's going on, but uh, they're not. So you're able to. So are we partially inside a shrubbery? You are inside the shrubbery. Uh, it is probably a good like ten yards from the uh, from that well, and you see after kind of like crouching into the shrubbery and you know trying to disguise yourselves the bovatar actually the one that heard you coming up does come over and check out the well looks down into it kind of looks around suspiciously and starts walking back over to uh where it was uh guarding and grazing i think we managed to I think we managed to trick him, guys. Well, huzzah! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we... Um, may, I don't know if it's a um, perception or if it's an investigation, but to look around and see, like, where this courtyard goes, what the next door is, like, like how we might enter the castle from here, just from looking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Go ahead and give me some uh, perception investigation checks. That's great. That's a 20. Not a nat 20, but a 20. <laughs> I got a 6. And <laughs> is a 19. Nice. All right. So for what you're able to just kind of see as you're going along, uh, it looks like the front of this castle, uh, there are a couple of like the little like towers that are at the corners uh, that go up and you know, the typical like castle, like almost octagonal looking uh, column for the corners. You know, it's a uh, stone face to the wall, and there are about four foot tall short walls that lead that lead over by the uh, stairs, and they lead those stairs lead up probably about uh, six feet total to the front doors of the castle. Uh, there are various shrubberies around. It looks like uh, there are some bushes uh, in between the little wall, that little like short uh, retention wall, and that wall of the castle. The castle itself is it looks to be about two stories tall, uh, and there's the giant outer wall that goes around. So the space that you're in right now is about roughly 50 square yards, and the castle makes up the rest of the uh, the uh, the other 50 of that. For the people who got the 19 and 20, uh-huh. uh, you also see that within that shrubbery, it looks like uh, kind of like the back of it has almost uh, died out. So it looks like you may have to try and run over. There's not really a whole lot of space to uh, necessarily stealth your way between there and the front doors. You could try and make a run for the front door uh, to get in before any kind of Bovatar would a- attack. Or you could try to uh, hurriedly get over to the shrubbery and hide, uh, almost like you have with this uh, first large bush when the hmm. moment when you came out of the well. You guys want to leapfrog shrubberies? Yeah. Well, I, su- I suppose waste not, what not. <laughs> Ma- Mag's gonna try and Mag's gonna try and uh, Olympic his way through across that. What is that? Is that uh, athletics? What is that? Uh, yeah, it's going to be an athletics check to uh, oh, run to run to the bush, and then a uh, stealth check to hide once you're there. <laughs> awesome! That's good news for me. I'm going to get right. fucked up here. <laughs> oh, so Mag's going to jump ahead first. <gasps> that is a 24 on the athletics check. Oh my god! We got a 15 and a 20. 15 athletics, 20 stealth. Okay, and let me check my stealth. 
Oh, please be good. Oh no! Okay, so I, <laughs> I, I, tw a twenty-four on the athletics check and a critical fail no! on the stealth check. <laughs> no! I damn it! I got a seventeen and an eighteen respectively. Oh no! <laughs> damn it! <laughs> so close. So what happens here is you see the cleric <laughs> run over, and he he is coming in. Mag, you have just run over, and you are just barreling along this little cannonball of dwarf and dwarven energy, you know, ready to, yeah, I'm going to get over there real quick, I'm going to show everyone I'm great, and when you go to stop, whether you trip or you slide, I'm not sure exactly what happens, but you just start running, and you tumble and crash into uh, the wall of the stairs. And you see, these you can you can look up and see the Bovatar just start. They're up. They start running. You know, their eyes are locked on where you all are. And you see Captain Jake. He looks like he's running over, and he just kind of looks and sees that happening. And you see his angle divert, and he starts banging his sword onto his breastplate. Says, "Hey." Hey, fucking beef! <laughs> Come get some dinner. <laughs> and he kind of leans over, looks over to the th to the four of you, and says, "Go on, get in the castle. I'll take care of these knobs." Ooh, my hero! <laughs> All right, Mag's gonna try and force himself up and, and stumble his way towards the castle. Yeah, me too. You can try and give some athletics checks to. Uh, jump up or and this is a uh, this is just uh, for the for, for the option of uh, not having to make another uh, quick roll uh, there the little four foot wall is only a few feet away from you the end of it you could go around it behind uh, storm arm and run up the stairs to the door you know what let's do that let's let's go behind and run up the stairs yeah my athletics sucks so I'm doing that just at the risk of not. My athletics does not suck. But just at the I, risk of. I have zero athletics. Yeah, I have negative <clears> one. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to all of those uh, climb checks that, in the right. heat, when there wasn't as much uh, on the line, were much funnier to endure. But I think you all are intelligent enough uh, adventurers at this point to say, "We're not good at climbing. Let's uh, just run up these stairs." Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Yeah. No, not chancing that. So the four of you are running up the stairs, uh, swing open the door, shut it, and once you're inside, you know, you shut the door, you lean back on it, and you can hear kind of the sounds of battle outside of Dormarm taking on the six of those Bovatar. Is the cleric with us? Yeah, the cleric's with you. Okay. Uh, you look around this uh, entry point of this castle. Uh, you can see the uh, worn and weathered crests of a kingdom gone by, a dragon's head uh, sitting as the focal point of the crests upon these banners. Golds and purples woven together create the images shown on them. Looking around as well, uh, you can see to your left and right, going up the up along the out, the wall with the building that you're in, curving up there the stairs to the second floor. Ahead of you uh, looks to be a uh, large open ballroom, but at least for the moment, it's quiet. Woo! And that's where we'll end our session. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the safety and security of an open room with no bovatars <laughs> in it. That wraps up this episode of Taverns, Travel, and Tests. Be sure to join us next time when the gang start searching the castle for Ganjin, as well as any other clues they can find. 
you can check out the boys on the three dude cast and you can reach out to us about the show on twitter at triple t d and d if you want to help support the show tell your friends consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash triple t d and d leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice and tweet about the show using hashtag triple t d and d also check out all the other great podcasts on the project derailed podcast network Visit projectderailed.com for more information and links to all of these awesome podcasts. We'll see you next time on Triple T. Projectderailed.com